Before we get started, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let us explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, Guffs. Before we get started, I just want to give you the opportunity to help the show keep going by following the donate link in the show and episode descriptions. When you do that, magically, we receive money for the show. Don't worry about where it's coming from. So, if you've enjoyed all this free content, you can continue to enjoy the same exact free content, but at a monthly price. So, remember to follow the show, and if you like what you hear, go ahead and keep listening. And if you don't, hit automatic download in your podcast platform. To help us with those numbers. Thanks. Welcome back to episode 11 of Searching for MacGuffin with your host, George. Gabe. And Link. And today we're going to continue to talk about phase four. But before we do that, I just want to give our listeners a word of warning. At the end of this episode, after we finish wrapping this conversation, just stay on the line if you have seen Spider-Man No Way Home because... You will get our immediate reaction just moments after seeing the film. But if you didn't, don't worry. This episode will wrap up. We'll warn you again. Just put a pause on it and watch it. If you didn't see it opening weekend, make the time and then come back to this episode and finish our conversation on phase four cinematic Marvel films at this point. But without further ado, let's just get right to it. The next phase this year has been, we're going to skip, we're, the blip was that year. The where, pandemic. Yeah, where we, <laughs> where we got nothing and uh, we're going we're gonna to hold off on discussing the television because that's a whole other conversation. The way we tell stories, you know, through that serialized medium, especially, you know, what we're watching now, it's the conversation for another time. But we did get three films this year. And the first one was Black Widow. First movie we get in Disney Plus. Really yeah. liked it. No, I paid for I it. Really liked it. We all paid for it. Yeah, that's true. We did all pay for it. Gabriel A list baby. Oh well, in the sense that we bought the premiere, the premiere access to watch it at home. But yeah, Gabriel driving to the theater to watch it the night it came out, anyways. So I got to see it cinematically. I, you know, hand sanitized and wore my mask and. You know, embar- embarked on a... <laughs> I-, I was vaccinated by the time already, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was prepared, but I still hadn't gone anywhere. Wait, why wasn't I invited to this? You were living in Chattanooga. I'm just kidding. You're probably in California. No, I was here. Yeah, I California. was here. Well, I'm just kidding. This no, it was the pandemic already. Yeah, he was here. My bad. Why wasn't I invited to this? You know what? That didn't happen. We saw it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, we saw it on Disney+. For the first Plus. time on Friday. What? Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't. That was after. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we had definitely yeah, we didn't seen watch it. it. Yeah, we, we didn't, didn't see it in theaters. I'm, I did not I'm walking out of this. On this. Sure. <laughs> I know that Gabriel paid for my ticket. You weren't here? I was here. July 9th. No, yeah, he watched it at my house the next day. And you probably didn't want to go? Or you had... Nah, a, we did tell you. You probably had a commitment. Because Gisela almost didn't go. 
This, this, hap- this happens with Link from time to time, where we talk about an experience. Yeah, we definitely didn't secretly go watch Black Widow. We, we talk him. about an experience, then no, he's like, why didn't I go? you know what it was? Did you have groups on Thursday or something? No. You had some kind of responsibility. You have a YouTube series that you were working on? or <laughs> You know what? You're right. Yeah. 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 So you knew that it was going to be in theaters. This and it was how still, every conversation It was ends. still a little wonky about going back in anyways, but Gabriel convinced me because he paid for me, so... I ventured out there. He still had his A-list, or he had restarted his A-list, you know? Um, I loved it at home. I loved it in the theater. This movie I, was I really enjoyed it. I didn't, like, I don't know. When you when a movie's uh, supposed to come out, and then it just gets withheld from you yeah. for a while, mm-hmm. it kinda, the hype kind of dies down. The hype did die down. So I didn't have any hype going into this movie, which really which served. Which good. Yeah. Because I watched it, and I was like, man, this feels like a, this feels like a born movie. Right. Also introduced um, a really, I really like this actress, Florence Pugh. Yeah. Pug. I think it's Pugh. Pugh. No, you're making things up now. <laughs> um, I really like, I think she stole the show for me. Yeah. I loved her work in Little Women. Fantastic. Oh, I yeah. loved, I, th- I think she's like the best part of uh, Fighting With My Family, mm. which is another movie mm-hmm. that. I mean, she is the main part. Yeah, but also, like, the movie's not a great that movie. She's great in it, I think, which makes it a good movie. Um, she's, yeah, she's great. Sure, I, wa- I mean, I watched uh, Midnight Summer or something. Midsummer. Midsummer. Yeah. Ooh, I'm never going to watch that. I'm never going to watch I'm that. I'm never that going was, to Scandinavia. Unless I mean, you, watch unless you wasn't there. That, um, that was, I watched it because of her, and I'm like, oh, I don't know why I watched this. Yeah. She was great, though. She was great, though. And uh, a swan song. For Scarlett Johansson and her character. Yeah. yeah. It kind of makes you feel like the movie should have come out a lot earlier. I agree. I feel like this movie would have been nice. Oh, man. Dare I say it? In, in phase one? No. No. Like where it takes place. Where is this place? What? After Civil War? Yeah. I think in chronological order. Yeah. If this movie would have fed right into Infinity War. I think it would have worked. Yeah. Because and, in Endgame, then he's like, oh. Yeah. And she died. She, so she... She dies in Endgame, right? Yeah. Okay. So it could have worked in... Could it have worked in Captain Marvel's spot? I did think that. I was thinking that um, because any movie that you're going to put in that slot is going to have a, a tough job. So, But you already sold them, Black Widow. Exactly. It's almost like Black Panther. You sold him in... Yeah, you're, you're, you already have an audience built in. Yeah. It's like, this is... But it's kind of like, oh, she's got her own movie. What's going to happen to her? You know, the other thing is, too, I think you would have really been surprised... If she died. That she died yeah, yeah. if she just got her own movie. movie. Announcing that she has her own movie after is kind of like, I guess that makes sense. It's kind of confusing. So I love this movie. I love that we got to see it at home. I love that I got to share it with all my friends and family, especially during the pandemic era. Uh, I'm kind of sad about this movie now. Part of me. Because huh? he didn't get to see it in theaters. Yeah, I didn't get to see it with you guys. But you knew. That was a choice. The you had responsibilities. Oh, the movie's down there for me now. No, I'm going to be honest with you. I, 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 I loved going to see it, but like, it was great at home. I thought it was great at home. Mm. It wasn't... I thought it was fine, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, what, I mean, I kind of wish this model would continue. I wish I could have seen Shang-Chi. I did venture out to see Shang-Chi in theaters. Which is the next movie. And this movie was spectacular. One last note on Black Widow before we move to Shang-Chi. Notice no no controversy about a female-led film? Have we progressed as a society? No, so she, it's because she died. They feel like they owed it to her. Oh. 
That's I well, don't what know, about that's the what fans though? You know, I guess we'd already seen her in movies, so it wasn't a big deal. And I think people, I don't know, I th- I think it's a big thing about the actress. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. She's already I, you already I, sold on her. I just think people don't like Brie Larson. Yeah, and also you're starved. You're starved for Marvel content. We went a year with nothing, so they're ready for a new, a new, a fresh coat of paint. Shang Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings came out in September. Um, I know that the director is Destin Daniel Cran. I don't know anything about him. Do you? No idea. I don't know what he worked on, um, ahead of time. Oh, he I made he, he did Just Mercy. Oh, I've heard that that's so good, but I haven't seen it. And that's the only film that... That's their only, like, high-profile film. Yeah. That he had. Well, he knocked it out of the park, because this movie was amazing. Yeah. I think, again, it's like the Black Panther. Of the Asian community? Yeah. Yeah, for the Asian culture, specifically. The, yeah. Chinese. A, a strong uh, origin. Yeah. I, I love that he's Chinese-American. You know? I love that he's, like, here and now. He's in both worlds. Yeah, he's in both worlds. Right. Um, I like Aquafina. I think she's funny. she's funny. So I love this movie, but this movie gets me mad. Why? Because this movie is what Iron Fist should have been. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's now I'm mad. So trying to focus on some more positive, the choreography. Oh man! Oh, which should have been the choreography in Iron Fist. <laughs> I'm you know sure what? we'll get to that point in the TV discussion. <laughs> okay, you know that. That's such a good point. We're like 20 plus movies in phase four and we're still doing new genres. Yeah. This is a martial arts film. This is a martial arts mysticism. You have the spoilers if you haven't seen Shang-Chi. It's on Disney Plus. So everyone should have watched it. Apparently everyone in America has access to a Disney Plus account. So that's on you if you haven't seen it. There's a giant dragon at the end. Uh, There is so much folklore and just tradition in this film we got a martial arts film, you know, with a little bit of Chinese magic in it. And we're, it's a brand it's new. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's everything. We got a new lead actor. Simu's great. Yeah. I think he's fantastic. I hadn't seen Kim's Convenience. Some of my students have recommended it. Well, you have one student that was telling me to watch it. Yeah, I have. One day I'll watch it, Samuel. Have you seen that? Like, Oh, same same student. Have got you seen it. the like, joke in the Shout internet where, where Simu you know you was, the, where Simulu was uh, stock model yeah. for stock photos? Yeah. yeah. And people were just adding like him, him, and like in the stock photos, but like photoshopping the Shang Chi's outfit right him into like these, like he's presenting like a proud or a powerful presentation right. as Shang Chi. As to why an Asian American should be, I I heard that he, I heard that he was like after this role for like a really long time. Yeah, and that's that's great to see. Like, and that's what to, the, those memes became like him in stock photos. Uh, you know, presenting why, hey, this is why you should make a movie. Yeah. It's like when Donald Glover wanted to be Spider-Man. Yeah. I really, I also really like him. Like he has a, he has a TikTok, he makes TikToks Mm -hmm. and they're actually very funny. And it's just, it's, it's nice to see like someone that's in this, he's thrusted into this, um, like superstardom of being in the MCU. Yes. Being a new hero. Mm -hmm. And you can still kind of relate to him. Like he's making TikToks like as, as, as a normal person. And I think he's just very, I think he can be very down to earth. And I, I really like him. And I really like uh, where they're headed with him. Yeah. yeah. That's the best fighting scene we've seen in all yeah, the MCU. The scaffolding, the but, scaffolding scenes, man. The, the set pieces. It's, wow. Also, Trevor. The callbacks. Exactly. Yeah. 
with yeah. with Trevor. I thought that was a great move. Twelve years later, you know, yeah. ten years later. Yeah. Abomination. Mm-hmm. That's right. Actually getting uh, Wong. Wong. Wait, Abomination? Yeah, but yeah. he fights Wong. He fights Abomination fights Wong in that underground fight. The first fight before bit, he fights his sister. Right? And then they're in the locker room. Oh yes, yeah. That was and right. Wong opens a portal. An abomination walks through. It was almost like they threw the fight. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so confused. What does that yeah, scene yeah, mean? Totally forgot about why that. do you sh- Why are you still doing this to me, Marvel? Is that Tim Roth? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I totally forgot about that scene. Yeah. So what is it? Where is it going to pay off? Doctor Strange, Thunderbolts. I don't know. In the Wong, Stop doing this to me. In the Wong movie. In the Wong movie. In the Wong series on Disney Plus. Oh, wouldn't mind that. Okay. So, um, I I heard some people watching and they're like, it was good. It wasn't great. And then I was like, have you seen, um, All Hail? The King. You guys have seen this, right? The Trevor short film? No? I'm seeing blank stairs now. I haven't seen it. Yes, it's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it's on Disney+. I Plus. thought it was new, but it was actually old. Yeah, they were, yeah, 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 it was on, on I think. No, it wasn't Iron Man 3. It was after that, I think. It's on one of the Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. But they bro- put it on Disney+. Plus To market it, it's going to help. It's going to really contextualize this movie. And if you go back and watch Iron Man 3... You're gonna love it even more. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, and I'm great. And thanks to Disney Plus, I'm grateful that I can just be like, "Hey, go watch this, this, and that over there." You already have it. Easy. Yeah, it's really easy. So that makes the movie that much greater. I don't know where the MCU is gonna go with mm-hmm. some of their heroes, but I would love to see Chang Chi uh, team up with people like Iron Fist, Daredevil. Mm. I would love to see that. Speaking of where we're going, did you want to add a point before we move towards the next? I, where are we going? Are you? Are we gonna get another Avengers movie? Ever? I, Five years? But with new with new people, probably. Yeah, but or or do we not? Do we rebuild this again for ten years? I have no idea. Yeah, with the direction that we're going. Where especially. would you go? Um, that's the thing. I don't know. With the next film that came out, <laughs> I am confused. Okay. So the next film, just recently, November, uh, I think they recently announced that January 12th, Eternals will be on Disney+, Plus. Mm. So, which is kind of a short window, good for everyone who hasn't seen it, bad for everyone who has seen it. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't mean to be negative, but I know a lot of people really like this movie, and I guess I'm happy for them. I'm definitely not one of them. I think the collective opinion of the three of us is weakest ever. Out of the 24 movies. Oh, weakest. I came in like the weakest movie of all time. <laughs> I, was like, Whoa. I think I think Thor Dark World is better than this. I would watch Thor Dark World three times in a row. And it wouldn't be as long as this. <laughs> it wouldn't feel as long yeah. as this movie. I'll watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy extended edition and it wouldn't feel as long now as this. Now we try to stay positive on this podcast. Or at least me and Gabe do. That's, yeah, you. that's your gimmick. Yeah, but it's not a gimmick. We're just trying to be positive. But I, I didn't enjoy this film at all. Which is the strangest thing to say. I mean, you could, we could probably have a whole episode about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't like about it. Um, but, I mean, any positives from this film? Mm, I'd say it's pretty, but sometimes it isn't. Um, I feel like as if, and I was telling George's as we, we were watching, I feel like Joe, uh, Klaus, Joe, Chloe Zhao, sorry, um, combined... Again, this combination of styles. 
combine No Man's Land with uh, Nomadland? No Man. I keep on saying oh, yeah, No Man's, no Man's Land. I'm thinking about the classic <laughs> the, the, Batman, Batman story no. from the comics. Uh, whatever the movie her movie is called, and Nomadland. Com- Nomadland. She combined it with um with a movie with a superhero movie. Okay. Full disclosure. Link has not seen Nomad Land, <laughs> nor am I sure that he even knows what the movie is about. Don't know. It's about Nomad. <laughs> okay. Which is what this movie is about, about nomads. Okay. Also, uh, one thing I liked about this movie, here's a positive for you guys, for you. Mm-hmm. I discovered that I can sneak in Boyo Tropical into my backpack <laughs> and watch it in the movie theaters. And that's what I did with this movie. And it was fantastic, and I never want to watch a movie ever again without Pollo Tropical. The problem is, I shouldn't get the large, mm-hmm. because it's going to knock me out. And that's yeah. what happened with this movie. Because I ate it. I ate it. <laughs> during the, I ate my copy chop. This is a weird rant. This is going this I, late. I ate my copy chop during the trailers, because the trailers were 30 minutes. Right. And then the first 10 minutes of this movie, I'm falling asleep. So Link's positive of this film is... That he snuck in food, and the food was the best part. But not just food. Specifically, Miami peeps will understand Pollo Tropical and its significance. Here. And let me tell you, I tweeted this experience, and Pollo Tropical liked my tweet. What? That's right. You know what? That's best a win. In, best in Miami. So, you know what, Pollo Tropical, if you're listening to this, <laughs> sponsor, sponsor your boy. Sponsor us. Just the entity of Pollo Tropical <laughs> is listening. The chicken, <laughs> the Pollo, <laughs> sponsor your boy. Okay. So, Eternals. Okay, I got some positives. Angelina Jolie's in it. A lot of people like her. She's fine. Um, Sama Hayek is in it. Five minutes. I really like it. I, I mean, I really like her. I think she's great, but they don't use them either of them well. You know, Sama Hayek's barely in the movie. Angelina Jolie is throughout the movie, but I don't say she really does much. I think right from the get-go, I didn't know how I felt about the action. What action? As... As Yelena would put it, they're a bunch of posers. Yeah, yeah. They pose up a storm for like half of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I mean, oh, the positive, I think, is a speedster. <laughs> Makari. Yeah, okay, the depiction. You know, and I, again, we talk about getting our perception changed. I heard about this going into the movie. Uh, the depiction of the speedster, I do think it's great. It's innovative, you know, un- unlike, you know, previous depictions. The fast speed versus the slow motion. It doesn't really happen that much in the movie either, though. So I didn't feel like we really got to sink our teeth into it. They don't expand upon their strengths. Yeah, I'm not even really sure what the like scientist, the the actor that portrays Paperboy on Atlanta. Paperboy. I don't. I'm not really sure what his power is. I know he's super smart. Is that just a power? Is he a mechanic? Because he's like Bob he's the like, Builder. No, he's an engineer, right? Yeah, I he guess. Has a, but he has like a degree in some fly, some have laser vision, some have super speed. Being really smart, that's a that's that's no, worthy. No, he like he he can like manipulate stuff. I don't know if that's technology or not, though. That, I don't know is that is that part of his powers or is that part of the technology that he's created? Two hours and forty minutes later, I still have questions. Um, I think it's incredibly long. Too long. Yeah. Um, John Snow's in it. Yeah, I think Kate that's I think not the, enough, but I think that's a positive, but still not enough. I yeah. think the best part the of the movie was him. Yeah, and he did nothing. And. He ran. And yeah, he ran. And then, and then he discussed his armor. That end credit scene. All right. So, so full disclosure spoilers. Um, you don't want to fast forward if you haven't seen Eternal since the only one who's still not readily available. But 
Yeah, well, what about that end credit scene? How am I supposed to know that that's Blade? Yeah. I don't... Do you not memorize Maharsha Ali's voice? I thought it was probably... I was like, I, I'm i not too familiar with Did you, did Black you not Knight, think so... Did you not I was think... like, is, is it Merlin? Like... Yeah. Do you I... not think it was Cottonmouth? Like, what, what is Cottonmouth no. doing here? Because... He, like, whispers in, like, a Blade voice. It doesn't sound did like Did you know him. that was him? No. Oh. <laughs> How did you not know that was Cottonmouth? Not not Cottonmouth? I don't know. I have a thing with, like, if you have to explain something after, after that's yeah, not in then your then you job. Yeah, you haven't Come done on. your job, no. Yeah. I don't think people should be like, oh, who is it? What is it? No, like, there's, most people are just going to walk out and like, would, would why I'm, did I wait after the credits yeah. for that? I'm excited for the Black Knight movie. Your boy, there's Harry. Not, I don't think you're getting a Black Knight movie. I'm excited for the character to be, come into into the MCU and do something. You don't think it's just going to be like Eternals 2? Oh, boy. Don't do that to me. I don't know, man. And that's why I don't know where we're going. Well, that's a weird negative note to end where we are right now. But a couple of weeks. Okay, so let's talk about, though, the spiritual aspect of this in the sense that I had a deep connection with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I thought they could do no wrong. I trusted. I had faith, right? That faith's a little shaky right now. They let me down. Yeah, this is the first time, I think. And maybe other people have experienced this before, so they've been here before. Maybe Captain Marvel was that for them. Maybe The Dark World or Age of Ultron. Okay, but I've been here for the whole ride. Now I know that Eternals can let me down. I mean, Marvel, I think it showed that Marvel isn't infallible. Yeah. They've had an impeccable track record so far, and I mean... It is what it is. Every people are, and eventually we were gonna have to get a unanimously bad Marvel movie, right? And that's the thing. There's a lot of people that do enjoy this film. Mm-hmm. That's true too. And I mean, I'm happy for you. I don't. It's it's. A, I think it's a personal experience because, like we've been talking about, these experiences are all unique. Everyone has their own type of yeah. um, relationship with these films, and so. I think this is the first time, personally, for me, and I guess I could speak for you guys as well, Right, where you felt let down. Yeah, for sure. I had a student come into my class the next day and be like, top five Marvel film. Don't tell me who that person was. Cause that was, was it was it Link's friend that said that... No, it wasn't. The first Avenger is better than Dark Knight? No, it wasn't. No, what? I went to school with that person. <laughs> yeah. well, so I they would, still, student, they would right? still be held Not your right? student. No, I didn't say it was... No, I had a student, I said. But anyways... Then they watched it again. They were like, no, 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 top 10, top 10. Then they watched it again. They were like, top 20. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They watched it three times? Yeah, they watched it three times, oh, I boy. believe. But then they were like, okay, top top 20. Like, it's better than Captain Marvel. So you're going to have different experiences with this film, and your mileage may vary. This crowd here, not a fan, but we think it's going to turn around right quick because we are literally days away from Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, we're literally days away. What do we anticipate for this movie? Smaller version of Endgame. Infinity War. That's quite... I don't think he's wrong, though. What? I don't think he's wrong. Yeah, a smaller version really? of Endgame. Really? Yeah, this is probably like Civil Spider-Man Civil you're War. You're literally... I was thinking more like Civil War. You're but bridging, tw- bigger, you're but bridging no, 20 years with the big, stuff? It's bigger than Civil War because you're bridging you're 20, bridging years, 20 and years and different companies in... Hmm. different okay. actors you're, maybe I'm thinking so you're saying scope rather than like size because I don't think it's going to be like 200 characters in the movie right my theory is that they're going to give us Daredevil I know they're going to give us Daredevil but one of the multiverses 
is going to be Ben Affleck. Dude. No, come on, man. <laughs> like, let's take this seriously. No, I do think there's going to, I think we have a lot of surprises that we have not seen. There's gonna really? Be, there's going to be characters that we have. You guys are hyping me up now. Have I not? Have I been underestimating I, this movie? Yes. What? What's wrong with you? You know this movie is going to be like. Yeah. It's going to be like the second Endgame. Literally. Dude, that is quite a statement. I'm. I agree with that statement. Okay. Like, okay. I'm, I'm going to temper my expectations. Uh, do please do okay. because if it because for some reason if it's not good then I'm sorry, but I have. I'm super hyped for this movie. Yeah, I think it. Okay. I think it's going to be great. I'm expecting. We we okay. What are some things that we suspect? Charlie Cox is there to, as mm. Matt Murdock. Tom Hardy as Venom. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy I mean, Venom. yeah, it's kind of guaranteed. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're gonna get more, 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 more bees. Three Spider Men. Definitely. You think we're gonna get Nick Miller Spider Man? No, that's <laughs> no. We're gonna get the weird, like that. glitchy Spider Man from Into the Spider Verse in this one. Watch. Nick Miller. Are we Spider-Man? gonna get? Oscar Isaac as Spider-Man 2099. I'm just kidding. I know he's animated too. And he has another part. What if that would... What? Yeah, he's, he's Moon, Moon Knight. Knight. Oh, that's right. There there we go. That's our first Hispanic superhero. Hey. And we got your boy from Miami. Miami, from Miami Zone. Yeah. Technically, though, that's the actor. I think he's Egyptian, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mark Spector? Pretty sure. Or is he just... No, 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 he's, he's like American and he's like taken over by an Egyptian Is deity. Marcos so he probably will be a Hispanic person, right? Who's taken over? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, okay, Me- so mega hype for Spider Man. That's Spider Man No Way Home is going to be the greatest movie ever of all time. Okay. So that's where we are at, at this point. Where do you think we're going after that? Or at least, what are you the most excited for? We've had several titles. We've had several titles. Um, where do we go from there? I have no idea. I don't know where we're going to go from there. But there's a movie that I'm excited about. Like what? The movie that I am most excited about is, once again, going back to my boy, Taika Waititi, <laughs> the Thor movies. I thought you were going to say Paul Rudd. <laughs> and that's just too much in the future. I, you know. Okay. But Thor, God of Love and Thunder. That's not the name of the movie. Whatever it's called, I'm really excited about that. Once again, you're combining two different styles because not only do you have Thor this time, but now you have the Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm excited to see where that goes, how that plays. And, you know, we're going to get Jane Foster. It seems like we're going to get Jane Foster as Thorita. So I don't think that's her name. I think she's just (laughs) Thor. But that's a joke that... When did when did she become Thor again? I don't know. It's been a while. But that's a joke that it goes back all the yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> high school me made up, and I enjoy that. Wow, was it high school? Was it's it high school? Or was it co- like early college? I me? think it's got to be college. Right, whatever. Thorita, I'm excited for that. All right. What about you guys? I think it's Spider Man. What? It's Spider Man. Okay. Does that count? Because we kind of just talked. About yeah, we. It. I mean, we talked about Spider Man already. You don't have like one of the upcoming. There's several titles that have been. Uh, I'd have to say then Kenobi. That's not Hello there. Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> That's the wrong episode. We're Um That's Black Mask. I am very interested to see what they do with Black Panther. Yes. I think yes. that's and that's just next year, right? That's like in under a year. Yep. Yeah. So I'm I'm very interested to see what they do with that. I love the character and I'm really really interested really interested to see what Ryan Coogler does. Uh Ryan Coogler, thoughts and prayers for you. I can yeah. decide how you to got... navigate this very uh 
these muddy waters? Well, for me, I think, I mean, I think it's clear, right? What you guys, you guys should be able to guess what movie I'm most excited about. The Marvels. That's right. No, <laughs> again, like he's mentioned, that's so far in the future. In May, we have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. When does it come out? May 6, 2022. Hey, oh, my birthday. Oh, so you know it's going to be good? It's going to be a great movie. You know it's going to be good? All right. I'm not going to. You're going to you're gonna flip on Doctor yes, Strange. I'm going to like magic now. Endgame Part 3. Illusion. Yeah, it's going to be Endgame Part 3. Whoa. Whoa. There you go. Because it's going to be the culmin- It's going to be the sequel to Doctor Strange and the culmination of, I think, probably what we introduced in WandaVision. Maybe some stuff that happens in Spider-Man. You guys convinced me. That's every movie is Endgame now. That is my no. level of anticipation. Every single movie that Marvel makes will be an Endgame level event. I'm just glad you didn't think that for Eternals. <laughs> Look at our faces. You just think like this joke is amusing. <laughs> All right. So we've spent an incredibly long time going over the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We talked about Phase One and Two a few episodes ago. We went so long that we had to split this two-part series into a three-part series because this has been over a decade of our lives going all the way back to 2008. As these movies progress, as these stories move forward, and as these characters grow, adapt, live, and in many cases die, so do we. We grow and we change. And these characters that we see move forward in time, we move forward in time with them. They become our friends and our families in a way. We see ourselves reflected in them. We see what we admire and what we don't. What we would aspire to be and what we reject. Wherever you are in your experience, there is likely something to grasp in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it's the tradition that we've had since the beginning of time, telling our stories in order to understand our existence. And we continue to explore that every week here, and we continue to explore it maybe till the end of time. And perhaps the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this rate will outlive some of us. But until that day, we keep searching. So fellow listeners, search on. Alrighty, so now that we've wrapped up our Phase 4 Films conversation, we are headed to our Spider-Man No Way Home reaction conversation. So this is your warning right now. If you have not seen the film, stop listening. This is your final warning. Stop listening Spoiler if you have alert. not seen the film. Go Spoiler watch alert. it. No, seriously, you, you don't listen to us. Go watch the movie. Yeah, stop what you're doing right now and literally go to your movie theater. Yeah. And if there's no seats available, punch someone and break into the cinema and steal a small child's seat. They cannot fight you back. You or, have your orders, okay? Or get the handicap option. <laughs> oh, just sit on the floor like <laughs> or the space. Did. Yeah, yeah. You know, but find, find a wheelchair somewhere. And <laughs> while we... <laughs> And, then you sit and if a handicapped person comes into the theater, please give up your seat and then just wait <laughs> yeah. for the next showing. And everyone will think it's a miracle that you're walking. 
because you're sitting on the floor. Oh no, no! In this situation, they took their they took their in the chair too. They, well, they're in the chair, but are you? Yeah, you might mean my chair. Okay, my spot was in a chair. <laughs> I had to sit, bring a chair. All right, moving forward, we I would like to introduce um our producer, yeah, the who, producer, the producer who will be joining us for this conversation, who watched the film with us. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hey. Hey. Wow. Hello, everyone. Starting off strong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before we start, I guess we got to tell people, how did we go dressed? Because all of us here went dressed for Spider-Man. Yeah, we went as multiverse Spider-Man. Yeah, so who did you go as dressed as, George? I just went as Peter Parker, traditional Peter Parker, button-up shirt, uh, my spider suit shirt sneaking up revealed under the button-up, a, a camera, my glasses. I mean, I wear glasses anyways, but... Just like a nerdy haircut. I also wear a nerdy haircut every day. <laughs> I just want to myself, I guess. <laughs> with a Spider-Man with shirt Spider-Man under shirt. my work shirt. What about you, producer? Um, I was just Tom Holland. Mm. Is that what you were going for? <laughs> no. Oh. No, I, I had the Stark suit on. Like the original Homecoming Stark oh, suit. Oh, yeah. With a hoodie on. I went dressed as uh, Peter B. Parker. Or as I like to call him. Nick Miller Spider-Man from Into the Spider-Verse, and I loved it. Yeah, I, I think you got a shout-out on the way into oh, the yes, theater. Oh, yes, someone recognized me, and I was so shocked by that. Yeah. He was, like, count, like I was, like, standing there just counting us off. Like, I walked first, and he's not even a part of the theater. He was mm-hmm. just a, a guy just waiting for the movie, I guess. And, well, I guess he, he instantly recognized my um, outfit, and I went as Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. No, not Iron Man? Not Tony Stark. What? No, that, that that came after. So the first, so the guy outside, he was like, "Ooh, Matt Murdock," and then he's like, "Ooh, Peter B. Parker," and then did he say anything? He to just you? said nice. He <laughs> said, yeah, I, 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 I just got nice. Actually, actually I want to I want to go back and focus on the producer's outfit because it was a full body jumpsuit, which means obviously this movie is two forty five plus about thirty minutes of trailers, so. Obviously, you have to go to the bathroom before that because you're like an over four hour commitment here. So he needed assistance to, <laughs> to zip them up, yeah, yeah. Zip them down yeah. and up. I needed so someone to zip it's like me three up. guy, three Spider Man in a bathroom stall, just you know, and and Daredevil. pointing at each other. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, we had to assist the blind man into the bathroom, yeah. or the blind man was assisting him actually. I mean, he zipped me up, so. Echolocation. Okay. So we're about five minutes in and we haven't even started talking about the movie. <laughs> which I'm sure is what our listeners are here. Yeah. So initial reactions, guys. What do you guys think? Um, That was amazing. Amazing. Amazing? Amazing. 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 I'm going to say it. It was magical. Man, I really thought you were going to say Spectacular? What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say mid. That's your gimmick. I don't <laughs> was like, I've what? Ne- I have never said mid in my life. You said it to ask what it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you explained it, and then I, I never said it again. But yeah, it was a magical film. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, you guys kind of made me worry about it, because you guys kept on saying, I was going to suck, it's going to suck. So I was kind of worried that it was going to suck. Okay, full disclosure, did anyone actually think it was going to suck? No. no yeah, we but were you just guys saying just kept, that. I believed it. And the old man is going to, I'm worried now. That's on you. Yeah, yeah, this is great. We were lowering expectations. Yeah. That's what we were doing. After Eternals? Yeah, because you were you had all these crazy theories. Like, you're like, oh, Daredevil's going to be in it. 
and like, oh, uh, oh Toby that... Maguire's gonna be in it. I mean, that was and, my theory. And then you were like telling me Doctor Strange is gonna be in it, trying to get me excited for the movie, and like he was in the trailer. <laughs> I I had forgotten <laughs> that though, so clearly you're trying to hype up my expectations unrealistically. I think Gabriel and I both had high expectations. I maintained high expectations yeah. throughout this whole entire process. We, I just I was just trying to get in on the joke. We thought it was gonna be, you know. Yeah, we we might Infinity have said War. we might have said Endgame level, <laughs> level event. Um, Are you, you that George, far George off? was like, no, he didn't think it was that level. No. We thought it was, but I felt like it was like, but a little bit below that. Yeah, I, I think, think it you was. Were close. This is what I think. It was more than Civil War. I think it was Avengers level event. I think it was like how Avengers compiled all the heroes we had seen in Phase One, right? Just Phase One, right? <clears throat> That's how I felt about this and all the Spider Man. It's like. Spider-Man is Thor, and Spider-Man is Iron Man, and Spider-Man, like, they're just, it's just all the Spider-Men are the team of Avengers. That was, I think it was as, I felt the way I felt the first time I saw Avengers. Is that too low praise, or? No, mm-hmm. no, for me, I think, for me, I think it's a, it's like a, maybe a, a step or two behind Infinity War for me. Yeah, yeah, I had the same high. I don't know, like. Above Civil War? Watching, watching that movie, like, there's so many times I'm like, is this real? Mm. Like, well, you could have been alive at any point. Oh, <laughs> not again. <laughs> but we're born. You were in the twenty-first century. You were born in twenty twenty-one. This time, I have to agree. <laughs> um, it was a spiritual experience for me. Is that is that too? No, I want to hear more about this. Okay, so I have faith in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and what they've done so far, but sometimes you get to a part a part in your life, a point where you start to doubt, you know, I think no matter what you believe in, in life, you come across experiences that challenge the notions that you, you've always believed. And I think for a long time, I believed the MCU could do no wrong. And then I hit rock bottom, which was the Eternals. And that moment just, is anything even real? Are MCU movies even good? Is, has this all been a waste of time? So then you started, you also thought it was going to suck. I didn't think it was going to suck. To be honest with you, I thought, how can you mess up Spider-Man? But, but I think the answer is probably Sony. Yeah, but the MCU, they've handled it so good. I love everything that they've done with Spider-Man. It's one of my favorites. Um, and I think expectations were high. That's why I wasn't trying to buy into any of the... Like, trying to guess where the story is going or who was going to appear in it. You know, we kind of all knew for a long time that we were going to get the three Spider-Man. It was like the worst kept secret. But are they just going to... Is it just going to be a cameo? Are they going to be in the entire third act? Is it going to be pivotal to the story? That was never a guarantee. And I think that they handled it. I mean, I don't see how they could have handled it any better. So, yeah. So, your spiritual experience. Well, so, the spiritual experience is, you know how I feel about Doctor Strange. <laughs> and this this Magic? Movie, yeah, magic. Ma- magic in the film Doctor Strange is a metaphor for one spiritual journey in life. And I think I talked about it when I went on that long rant about Doctor Strange in a previous episode. But it's basically through like a Buddhist, Taoist um, spectrum. But it's so like comic booky that it's even, it's almost just an homage to that. But in reality, just the crux of the Doctor Strange film is um, the villain whose name always escapes me. What's the, not Dormammu, but, you know, his prophet basically. Um Mads Mikkelsen's character? Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen's yeah. character. Anyways, it's about hopelessness. It's about 
giving up to the oblivion. And Doctor Strange, before he gets his powers, before he's his hands are paralyzed and all that, he's very that this is like an empty, cold universe without any meaning. And it's not until he's humbled and he finds spirituality through the course of magic that he finds meaning and purpose, that all life is precious, that um, the the abyss and the chasm, the annihilation that Dormammu offers is, is, no, is no purpose at all. That in what we do in this life, it carries meaning because it ripples through eternity. And I think that that... That theme, even more so now with the multiverse, it doesn't just affect your life and the people around you, but like threads on a web that goes just like ripples on and on. And you'll never see the effects of the actions that you take in your life for good or for evil. And I think that theme resonates here. It continues in this movie with Doctor Strange being the avatar to that. Yeah, I saw three Spider-Men together and that blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What blew my mind the most? We're just gonna brush off on that entire rant. <laughs> no, no honestly, I, I don't see how I don't I, like magic. <laughs> I don't see how I can. No, you like math, huh? Oh, that's that's okay. We'll get to that, I guess. No, I what just I thought? think I think you had a very. It's just a beautiful explanation. Yeah, like, I don't great. think I don't think no, I can. My, yeah, what can I add on to that? I don't think yeah. I can add on more to that. Um, because I mean, we sat next to each other, and and I feel like we. We had a similar experience, I think. We had a whole road to ourselves. Yeah. Thanks to the magic of AMC's app crashing and just blocking off an entire row of seats that didn't get sold to anyone. They're the best seats in the house. No yep. one sat in them. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, nah, I mean, like I said, I think I think your explanation was beautiful. And I think they catered to the Doctor Strange fans as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, all, there's dozens of us. I think I'd say illusions instead of magic, but you know, <laughs> I don't think me, they are me nitpicking. I don't think they are illusions. I think they're just illusion, Michael. It's an illusion. Illusion. I think Doctor Strange was so great. Benedict Cumberbatch is amazing. Just when he had these like small like emotional moments towards the end, especially, yeah, it's like he can be so stern and hard, callous even, yeah. But then just he can just flip a switch and like bring you to tears. And I think that they they kind of covered that with the whole sir aspect mm-hmm. where he's like don't call me sir and it's like it's sir to you like when he's being stir yeah. when he's being stern with him and and how like if, like you said he flips it on he flips it off and i don't know i think that's the just the power of spider-man is like you can even convince well he's not the sorcerer supreme anymore but right. you can convince someone uh, like that who's so hard-headed who's so can be so oh, he so, has so, never been the sorcerer supreme though he didn't you said anymore no because it's like at the end of doctor strange you think the typical origin story is going to be like, oh, that's it. They make him sorcerer. By Endgame, he's and not? And they're like, oh, we have to find one. By Endgame, he's not? I don't think they've even gotten the chance to like get sorted out everything, all the aftermath from so like before. So like interim. Yeah, so exactly. Acting, yeah, right. they're okay. just like kind of all try- trying to put everything back together and then boom, Thanos is... Like, gotcha. Yeah, but even someone like that, um, to be convinced by, by a young kid, even like that theme throughout the movie where it's like, is this the right decision? This decision that you're making is is hurting other people, and and ultimately it it costs someone their life. Mm-hmm. But even even then, like they they decide to stand by the decision because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, and I thought that was it. That was that hit really really hard for me. I think. Yeah, what I love about this movie, talking about that decision that cost someone its life. You know, I feel like ever since uh, Tom, I was gonna say Tom Hardy, Tom Holland became Spider Man. 
um he he it's he hasn't had much uh when i think of spider-man i mm -hmm. see a life of tragedy yes especially you know yes. especially when you read comic books uh, graphic novels like uh spider-man blue by jeff Loeb and Tim right. sale where peter is retelling the story of gwen stacy um you see that tragedy here mm -hmm. because you don't see that in the previous movies because it's oh it's like young spider-man he's happy he has his friends yeah you take it for granted he, he lost ben but we didn't see we didn't it see that you know he loses he tony blown. right i mean at the same time he is a part of like the he is part of like the avengers, the avengers and, and right so it's that, like he lives in that type of world yes mm -hmm. and you're like oh man i want to be spider-man this is awesome but right. this movie reminded me i do not want to be spider-man mm -hmm. mm -hmm. i do not this is a life of tragedy yeah there is death there is consequences that your actions and i feel like we witnessed peter grow up before our eyes in this movie yeah yeah i feel like this was the end of his high school run he's probably gonna be in college now for the next movies mm -hmm. and we're gonna see a more mature peter one that doesn't rely on aunt may or tony tony or, or, happy, an, or, or anyone happy. or anyone or anyone of his friends yeah it's just him like we're left at and not to rush to the end but we're left in a place where i don't i don't even know if mj and the uh, and ned are even in the yeah. next movies yeah depends how much money they want i think the answer. you give zendaya all the money in the world okay i don't know we have to pay for a couple of spider-man so. okay but yeah so i felt like wow this bought me this brought me back to reality yeah um I it love, brought Peter back to it reality. It brought Peter back to reality. Yeah. And I loved it. Mm -hmm. But I was sad. Yeah. But that's what you get when you read a, a Spider-Man comic book. Yeah. Or watch a Spider-Man movie. movie. I think Sp I, like Spider-Man 2 is like... You see, yeah, you see it in Spider-Man. No, you, you see it in all two the previous irritations mm -hmm. of Spider-Man. You see it in Toby. Mm -hmm. he, he experienced great loss. You see it in... Um, Andrew Garfield, he experienced great loss. Right. The, the greatest loss that P, uh, our Peter, I mean, Tom Holland experienced was Tony Stark. Tony, yeah. But now it's like, oh, 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 oh. stuff got serious. Mm -hmm. This one was more personal. More personal, yeah. yeah. I think this one was everything for him. Like He lost everything, yeah. He lost yeah. everyone. Mm -hmm. And that's the life of Spider-Man. That's, that's right, the yeah. life of Peter Parker. And now he's Spider-Man. And now he's Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah, which is crazy, because I think Marvel does that a lot, where they, they'll do an origin, and then watch a second movie, and they're still doing the origin. And then we're like, oh, this is Spider-Man. And then when like, the third movie happens, they're like, oh, we're not to where this character is defined until like several films in. It's almost like their arcs are like multi-film. No, it's crazy. It's like with the with the previous two, we see how Peter loses Ben. Mm -hmm. And and that's usually like in, in the first film and the origin. And in this one, it just feels like we've had like, what, five movies with him? Mm -hmm. and we And like his third solo film... He just got basically. Well, we didn't see. We didn't see. With great power comes great responsibility. Exactly. Like yeah. That's that's the throw. That's the that's line that runs through yeah. Peter. And that tragedy of him, at, like if that tragedy him as Spider Man, that propels him and that helps him grow. And I love that, like because the ending feels like an ending in certain, and it's like it's in like an end, it's an end of a chapter. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it also feels like a new beginning to yeah. like when you get to the end. <clears throat> What were your thoughts, producer? No, I, I used to have a lot of gripes about Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Tell us. I, you hate the Marvel Spider-Man. Go. I, I used to be... I prefer... I used to prefer Andrew Garfield. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a, a hot, hot take. take. <laughs> that is a hot take. I know. But I thought he was the perfect Spider-Man. Okay. But why, this, why is that? 
the quips, his his mannerisms, just I, I thought it was the, the most polished. Yeah, not too cool, not too dorky. Yes. Yeah. I I thought it was nice balance. Forty years old. Um I struggled with Tom because I didn't like how much help he got from Tony. Mm. I always saw Spider Man as that individual. He was always running solo. You know, and to defend that, I think it's like a period in the comics where there's that Tony um peter relationship and it yep. runs like adjacent with civil war and we know that he's young and just starting off but it's also marvel's kind of was their take was well the audience has had like a 15 year journey with peter already so for us it's like let's tell new stories yeah. even though it's early in the period so it was really like a double-edged sword mm-hmm. like let's do something new but also like be true to like 16 year old peter and it's hard to kind of like Walk the both those lines. But I don't know. That's just that's the thing with Marvel. I feel like if it's if it's something that's maybe not the best idea at first, I feel like they have a good track record with correcting and yeah. making oh, it yeah. work yeah. down the line. Yeah, and sometimes it is correcting, but even more, it's expanding. Yeah, and they make with, it work. Let's be honest. They just made five Spider-Man movies that they never even made. They just added to them in a way that they're more meaningful. Because, yeah. for example, I was a fan of the Andrew Garfield movies at when I was growing up as they happened. But I did my rewatch lately and I was like, oh, I, I see why like people yeah. don't like these movies. And I was like, I still like them, but you know what? Maybe they're not great. Oh, man, they're so pivotal now. Because how do you get here without those movies? It's like if you're a kid growing up now and you did not watch any of these movies, you got to go back and watch them. And now they're basically canon. You know, yeah, they're essential viewing. Yeah, which I love. Mm-hmm. No, I think I was I was doing a rewatch. Um, we had seen me and Danny, had, me and the producer had seen, um, the first two Spider Man with Toby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we and today I watched uh the other two with Andrew. Yeah, and I hadn't. I feel like with the Andrew, I think I only saw it in theaters like maybe once. Yeah. And I just didn't remember it mm-hmm. as as much. And going back to it, I feel like I've watched Toby's Spider-Man like so many times that it's like, I mean, the producer can tell you. I was like, I was falling yeah. asleep yeah. and there was parts in Spider-Man 2 where I just like, I'm quoting the movie in my sleep as mm-hmm. it's happening. And he's just like, he's freaking out. He's like, what? Scared the heck out of me, man. <laughs> and at the same time, it's like watching watching the ones that I'm not so familiar with was kind of refreshing too yeah like i remember some points about the film but i really enjoyed like there was certain part like parts of andrew's spider-man that i really enjoyed yeah like there's there's i have my i have some issues with his peter but him as spider-man with the suit on i think i agree with danny i think as a spider-man with the suit on i think he's my favorite yeah not not to dwell too much on the older movies but it was funny that you said the quips that andrew has because i feel like when i rewatched the first amazing spider-man like three quarters of the way, I was like, "Are there even any jokes in this movie? Like this movie is so dry. Like it's just like mm-hmm. the lizard coming out, and there's almost like horror elements to like the way the lizard is presented." And I was just like, "I think there's more in the second yeah, one." Yeah, the second one really. Yeah, he comes into his own. Yeah, that. The other thing I remember loving was Gwen. I remember loving Gwen at the time. Emma Emma Stone. Yeah, yeah. Emma Stone. But now going back and watching, I was just like, "She's kind of just Emma Stone, right?" Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like. At the time, it was refreshing because we'd probably only seen her like one or two movies, right? And we're like, this is a great take on Gwen. And then like now, I'm just like, oh, this is how Emma Stone is in most of her movies, like her own personality. I mean, the writing was bad for those. 
Yeah. Like that's, I think that's undeniable. But mm-hmm. I think he was a great Spider-Man. Yeah. And I could feel his passion, too. I think he's a fantastic actor. I thought the cast was great for the end. Yeah. So. And I'm glad that this movie, like, honors them because it's easy to, like, they could have just done Toby. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think anybody yeah. would have been like, this is quite a accomplishment to get these three guys in the same movie. And, and it's aware that yeah. that the Amazing Spider-Man's, like, writing wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's almost a love letter to those because it's like, yeah, they were downers. So this Peter is a downer. Yeah, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And, and yeah, he doesn't have the prestige that the other ones has and he doesn't have the support. And like he plays that role perfectly yeah. in this movie. What about the villains? How'd you how'd you like them coming back? I forgot, man, because I'm so used to watching. I forgot his name. Uh, what's Hop, uh, Green Goblin's name again? Willem Dafoe. I'm so used to him being watching him in Norman in, in West is in Wes Anderson movies. <laughs> <laughs> so seeing him like play Green Goblin, I'm like Norman Osborn, like man. I'm the other way around. This is great. I'm the other way around. Every time I see him in a Wes Anderson movie, I was like, the Green Goblin. This <laughs> like, wow, forgot how... Because in his Wes Anderson movies, he's, he's more li- the humor is more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. He, the characters aren't that serious. Here you get to see how serious he is. Yeah, like The Lighthouse. You're right. Oh my goodness. He's super lighthearted. That movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also, like, just the facials that he does as yes. Goblin. Like, he took all this time off and he's just right back where... I think he might have even taken it up or not. It's like he yeah. never left, man. Yeah. yeah. So good. I think my so I th- good. my wife mentioned that as good as he is as Goblin, he's better now. He's better now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because she was like, "This is really Goblin," because he's just completely ruthless and he's, and you know I was like, "Yeah," because in the first one you still have that struggle between Norman and the Goblin, and then that's it. He's kaput. He's gone. But he's just like falls to the walls, so like just completely almost irredeemable. Yeah. And somehow they still. There was this scene. There was like uh, they were, you know. For the press, they were they were interviewing William Dafoe, um, Jamie Foxx, uh, what's the name of the other? Otto, I forgot his name. Alfred Molina, right? And they're asking him, oh, what made you come back? And William Dafoe gave this beautiful answer, artistic. <laughs> oh, I wanted to try this character. I want to try something new. Blah, blah, blah. I want to do my own actions. And then it was Alfred Molina's turn. And he goes, oh, I just did it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is, I mean... Respectable, yeah, understandable, yeah, understandable right? Okay, okay, but then there's doing it for the money, but then there's Alfred and Molina doing it for the money, which is where which you're is, like, it's still great, yeah, yeah you're like still amazing, yeah, nah. like you take the money and then just give like 110, percent yeah. I think, I think in the context of the video, I think it was, I think it was more of a joke, but, yeah, but yeah, it was more but, of a joke, but because like it's just like the juxtaposition, like Willem Dafoe just gave this, like, what just happened right now, <laughs> yeah, you have this, like. Super deep and thought out, like, um, explanation as to why you love Doctor Strange in this movie mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm just like, I just saw three Spider-Man so yeah. It's great. But but this could have easily been a cash grab. Because you're not guaranteed that what he did in Spider-Man 2, this, like, amazing film, that you're going to be able to reach those heights again. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if the movie's good, like, are you going to sully the cinema tradition, the classic, you know, Spider-Man 2 by going back to... The... I mean, he dies. He dies in Spider-Man 2. It's always kind of a, like... It's going to be a hard sell that he's coming back, you know? Yeah. Okay, let's talk a little bit about that. You mentioned Jamie Foxx, Alfred Molina, Willem Dafoe. And, like, as soon as they started popping up, I turned to Gabriel and I was like, imagine if you walked into this movie and you didn't know anything about it. Like, imagine if, like, I could... No promo? Yeah. I wish I was, like, in some secluded village where, like, they drop a TV down with a copy of this movie... And you just, you have no idea. 
Sinister Six or Syndicate or whatever. You just have all those villains. You just have all those villains working with Spider Man. And it's like, wait, huh? Yeah. Like, I just think it's funny. It's just like all of them in the condo, just like trying to trying to work on a problem together. And yeah. I thought that was great. Well, actually, so how many were there? There was Electro, Electro, Sandman, 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 Goblin, um, Doc Ock, Doc Ock, and Lizard, Lizard, Lizard. and Venom. <laughs> so they, they did it. They did the Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. He was there. He was transported <laughs> over to the universe for ten minutes. He nah. drank. Or like strange, what about strange, strange was a six villain. Let's talk about that. How, what's the what's the timeline for this movie? Like, how much time passes over the course of this movie? Days? Yeah, it's it's not a lot. Yeah, like a couple of days. It's like four days. Like it's. So Venom was just drinking at this bar for four. Days. <laughs> well, yeah, it has to because by the time that um, May dies, and then oh, they, he could have just been visiting her grave, right? Like well, sure, but they're all gone by that point. Yeah, but like the right. action of like people being teleported in. Oh, bringing in, yeah. yeah, maybe like two, three days. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. So I actually had a question with Andrew and Toby. When they pull them in through the portal, mm-hmm. they're in our. They're already they're, in our they're world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just yeah. kind of like lost. They got pulled in because they also know that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Yeah, which seems like obvious, but <laughs> but they're confused. As it's not them. Yeah, exactly. They're seeing the, the you know the news and like that's not me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, I think seeing Andrew like was like oh get like bring Peter Parker like mm-hmm. find Peter Parker, and then you see like you kind of see Andrew's like mask and his eyes. I think the first time I think we were like hitting each other. <laughs> we were just like bro, bro, so bro, bro, good, bro. Well, it was more like you were hitting me, and I was like, "Why is this man hitting me in the middle of the theater?" But yes, that's exactly. Well, that's how that I happened. was with the person next to me. Yeah, I didn't know who that person was. So, <laughs> oh, you weren't even with them. No. Okay. There was I, some, there was some pushback. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually, they just started shoving each other. Yeah. Um, Ned. Mm-hmm. Ned with the the hobgoblin the ma- the, ma- the magic and uh, yeah they hinted that heavy I don't even Ew. know if they're gonna do it I don't, but I don't think so I, I think know. that's one for the fans yeah I nah, they were like I will never become evil and kill you. <laughs> good get ready because he's gonna get super jacked and he's gonna get a goblin suit and he's gonna kill he's gonna date MJ he's, he's gonna, gonna date him. MJ he's gonna date her and kill, kill her because yeah because yeah. she chooses Peter for him mm-hmm. look at that we wrote the next movie and there you go hire us. <laughs> What about what we about? We know Zendaya listens to the show. What about the exactly? Well, she might be out of the movie. <laughs> what about the uh, that cameo? You know, the one with the blind lawyer from. <laughs> oh <laughs> right. Yeah. That was like, that's what I was waiting for the whole time. That, how long into the movie is that? Like, the whole the whole minutes, time the whole time five minutes, minutes like yeah. what four or five minutes in boom yeah he's in there so casual yeah he was like oh. hey I'm here deal with deal it. with it <laughs> I loved it. I, I was so excited that the person I was hit, that was next to me I was hitting him because I thought you were gonna see him in in in, in the precinct yeah. when they're when they're being uh when he's being interrogated interrogated yeah. all of them but you don't see him like you know they get out of the precinct they get out of the G- precinct and not like okay is it not happening am I not gonna get my cameo my my <laughs> Charlie Cox cameo this yeah. is what I came for this is what I want I That's what I came for Strange you came for I came for Char- I came for Daredevil I came for Venom yeah. <laughs> and I was like when when is this gonna happen and then you know. You see him with a cane, boom. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I, I see it, I start hitting the person next to me. I'm like, and then that person was like, stop hitting me. Stop I don't hitting know who me, you sir. Are. And I'm like, and then you see Charlie Cox's face. And then I whisper to Gabriel, Affleck. 
<laughs> I was worried about that, man. I thought they were going to do something like that. And I, uh, In what universe? Yeah, why? Why? I have no idea. <laughs> Just irrational Irrational fear. fear. Yeah, I told you. I have this irrational fear that this is going to happen. So did they say something? When when Charlie Cox came out? So when he comes out, I'm the fr- I think I was the first one that... Ch- you can hear my voice, mm-hmm. and then I go to the person next to me and I give him a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> Again, was it, wait, was this the person you were with or the person you weren't with? No, it was the person I was with. Oh, okay. <laughs> was oh much better. I really thought it was. Just... <laughs> yeah, well, because he's in between two people. That's know? what I thought. Yeah. I thought it was a possibility. No, no the that... person next to me to my left was falling asleep. Well, she was my mom. He was like wow. asleep for half the movie. Oh, actually, the producer had an interesting experience with the person next to you. Oh yeah, he was explaining the entire MCU to his <laughs> girlfriend. She was so lost. <laughs> Commitment. Yeah. Y- y- ¿Quién es el Spider-Man? <laughs> you know what? That guy. That guy's a, he's a true hero. He's a, he's a hero. Yeah, he's a hero. Yeah. I would have, but like, how confusing must that be? Yeah, that's what her. I'm saying. Yeah. I would have just given up. Like, like, maybe what? you saw like the like Toby Spider-Man uh-huh. as like a kid or something. Yeah. And then he's in this one. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. When he how committed the... is this guy to this girl? Because like, this is not, if she's never seen a Spider-Man movie and he, he takes her. Yeah. Like, Okay. I have to explain this home. I'm not going to enjoy this movie because I have to explain. Yeah. I mean, it to let's you. be honest. I would have rather watched it with the close friends. Thursday, three p.m. Thursday, premiere. three p.m. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm watching it with the boys. It. Yeah, yeah. Unless you knew what you're talking about, then, then yeah, I'll invite you. But I have to explain yeah, my not whole explaining movie. Anything explaining to anything, everything to you. Commitment. Yeah, no, Link convinced me. Never mind what I was gonna say. What were you gonna say? I mean, I was gonna say that I kind of never really enjoy it the first time. Like I'm looking at it through a critical eye. So, like, people always wonder, like, how come I can stop and make, like, a side comment to, like, Gabriel or text you real quick to come down and join us in the empty row? It's because, like, I'm taking everything. And I'm like, I'm. this is an evaluation process. And I'm not really going to just, like, unplug and let it wash over me till the second viewing. So, like, I can kind of understand. like, Because there's questions. Like, my wife turns to me. Sometimes I turn to her and I'm like, what's going on right now? <laughs> Like, I think at some point we got lost, like, what the plan was at the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Uh, How did you you guys feel about that? No, I mean, it's... They're like, we're going to cure them, but I wasn't really sure how. how, Yeah. Right? They're like, we're in a lab and we're doing science. All right, let's go cure them. Yeah, they did that quick. Yeah, and I was like, how? Are we just, like, injecting them? He was like... Do they have, like, a super collider on top of the Liberty? I was just confused because I was like, so then what are their intentions? Like... Because Sandman just starts fighting him after yeah. saving him. And I'm like, wait, what? Why is he trying to stop them? Like, what are his reasons? And then I'm like, wait, what are their motivations? Yeah, what are, what the are motivations? they trying to do? And I think I, I think we were like, we got a comment in, but I think I also heard that they were saying, I can whip up a, like we can still save them. Yeah. And then Toby's like, I can whip up a, and he's like, an oh, antidote let's, for let's for Goblin. Yeah, let's cure, but they didn't say but, but they're like, let's cure them. And then I think the, I think the. Lizard one, I think, um, since they already did it, I, I can see how Andrew yeah, like, is right. ready. But I think... Um, hmm. I mean, also, Toby dwelling on healing Green Goblin after all these That's years. Like, I, I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah. That one made sense, yeah. too. That was like, you know what's beautiful? Like, Osborne comes back in the comics, like, after years, right? So, like, Osborne's death is really pivotal in the Spider-Man mythos. And then, eventually, they bring him back in the Clone Saga in the comics. And it's like, Terrible because everything about the Clone Saga is terrible, but you get Osborne back, and that's awesome because there's like decades of Osborne stories you get throughout the '90s and 2000s, which is like what I grew up like. Osborne was dead before I started reading comics. Obviously, it was like in the '70s or something, 
right? So you only have those old stories. And he comes back and is like a great comic book villain, even though he came out like it came back like in a wonky, weird storyline that like you don't want to accept the story, but you want to accept the outcome. They did it here. They brought Osborne back to life in a sense, but like in such a beautiful way because it's like what happened in Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man film still happened. So you get your cake and you eat it too. Yeah. Because he died, but this one from that point didn't. And now Osborne's back or or not. I don't know. Let's talk about that. Finality? Because this movie gives finality to almost like all three trilogies. Sorry, Andrew, I know you didn't get a third movie. But all three series of Spider-Man. But it also kind of opens the door for to all of them. more. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like when they were explaining their backstories and like what happened to them, I don't know why I was like, that was so comforting mm-hmm. to me to to hear like with Toby and, and how he has to work on his on his marriage with MJ. Right. And I and wish they would have been married. I'm not, we don't know if they're married, right? I'm he just said sure it's complicated. It's complicated. Yeah, yeah we don't know. say married. No, nah, but he says like they worked on it. And like, yeah, like you could worked, assume they made, he says yeah. that. No, he said they made it work, right? Yeah. yeah. At this point, he's like, what, fifty or something like that? He yeah. looks. I I didn't recognize him when he first came into the yeah, portal. It's different. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was the East Pastor. Yeah. I, I was like, is this the voice actor from Spider Man? And then <laughs> everyone's clapping, so it must be Toby. And then Andrews, like Andrews, like what he went through, um, after losing Gwen. Yeah. And that's such a sad place to leave that series. Yeah. Like Gwen dies. There's no bounce back. That's no, it. no, that's I, it. That's a life of tragedy of Spider-Man. But that's the thing. I, I, like I mentioned, I saw it earlier today, and I really, I do enjoy the ending of that film. I wasn't like a big fan of the whole his parent, his dad was like a super secret scientist for like the the government, and like that's how he becomes Spider-Man. Yeah, but you know that's all canon too, right? Yeah, that's, that's how he comics. becomes Spider-Man. Well, no, that's not it's... how he becomes Spider-Man, but. Like that was that, my like, that was his my parents thing. were secret age. No, that's also terrible. Like I don't like him in the comic books either. But it's like again, trying to do something different. It's still true to the Spider Man character, but not everything from the comics should probably yeah. be retold. Yeah. yeah. But like the ending like with Gwen and how he's how he looks at like how he's just despondent and he doesn't want to do anything and like Spider Man disappears and then he sees um he watches Gwen's like um valedictorian speech. And he goes, he goes back out there, and he fights right, and he saves the kid. And but like you're right, he didn't get a third movie, and that one ends on a downer, a bit of a downer. And like I think watching it right back to back, watching this film right after, and him having that kind of like redemption, mm-hmm. like him saving MJ, that that was beautiful to me. Yeah, I thought that was great, and I don't know that it was just something I never thought I would see. And Speak. here I am that they were giving it to me. And they make it seem like he he doesn't really recover from mm-hmm. from that. Yeah. That, it's almost know, like yeah, when yeah. they're in the school, they talk about, oh, you know, every everyone's telling their little bit of a yeah. backstory. He's like, um, and he says, you know, I, I it kind of reminded me a little bit of Ronan because he turns evil, you know, during the blip. And then and then after that, he, he's good. Oh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. 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 When he turns yeah. So it kind of reminded me like, hmm. This guy goes through a dark period, and I mean, we don't know what he goes through. We don't know if he how he lashes out or how much time has passed either, too, because he's like clearly oh, no older. Idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, yeah, nah, he's just a kid. <laughs> but that was a good. But but yeah, you 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 can tell you can tell that he he dwelt you know he, with that he he he, he struggled, with, he, he struggled yeah. with that 
with that regret, that anger that he had, and I love that both of you know, both uh, Toby and Andrew share their life story, their life experience with Tom Holland. Yeah, you know one thing I love is like the inversion of theme in film, where he makes a promise. Andrew, Andrew's Peter makes a promise to Captain Stacy. Yeah, to Captain Stacy. You know, to stay away, to protect, and then he ends that movie with. Um, you know, promises are meant to be broken. And that's like, there'll always be a chance for them to be together. And then the next movie, the theme is, no. Consequence. Yeah, yeah there's consequences, there's consequences for breaking your word because there's a logic behind the promise that you made. It's like the Dark Knight does the same thing where it's like, you you need to lie to people in order for them to be able to, they can't handle the truth. Mm-hmm. And there needs to be some some lies that you believe in order to move forward. And then like Dark Knight Rises is like, no, if you lie to people, the truth always comes and it's always worse than that. And it's just, I always find it low-key brilliant to be like, hey, accept this idea. Okay, now challenge that same idea. And like how the inversion can also be true. I just, I think that they, they did such a great job mixing all those different films mm-hmm. and combining into this one and making it work and at the same time pushing this story along. Yeah. I th- I thought it was beautiful. There's like three or four times that I'm like, man, do I want to cry? Is this, is this really happening? And I think some of the most, I think influential and best parts for me was when they're talking about like being a team and when they're like drawing up the battle plans Yes, and mm. they go out and that's just that one shot where they're just, they all are running and they jump off the scaffold together. Mm. Beautiful. That man. was just, I couldn't believe it. That's like, that's like everyone coming back after, after the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's 2021 and I'm still getting moments that I never thought I'd see in a live action film. Mm. Like that's why we love Spider-Verse. I think one of the main reasons yeah. into the Spider-Verse is like, you cannot do this on film. Yeah. You know? And in a sense, yeah, you still can because like the anime one and the like cartoon one, you know, the glitch, the pig and all that other stuff. But man, they basically did a Spider-Verse movie and it worked and it was still the last of this trilogy because it didn't get bogged down or confused or distracted by capping all those other stories. Like, especially for like the first half of it was just clearly the next chapter in Tom Holland's Spider-Man series. It was yeah, and I think I mean we had the joke of saying that maybe it wasn't gonna be great and stuff, but mm-hmm. I think we there was a real fear that maybe this movie was gonna try too much, yeah, or it was gonna have too much in it, like like be cooler than be substantial, yeah. exactly, yeah. yeah, because I mean I think we had that experience with Endgame, but Endgame obviously had the job of we're closing what eighteen mm-hmm. nineteen movies out, yeah. and that's just and setting up for the future, yeah, exactly, but I think. They did a great job in continuing the story of where it left off, like straight from um, Far From Home, mm-hmm. and and moving it forward into the next chapter, into the next three chapters of where we, where we see Spider-Man. I mean, you can tell the script is tight if it has to pick up from Amazing Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, Far From Home, and what was the last time we saw Peter? Endgame? Oh, no. Um, oh, yeah, but just Far From yeah, Home. Yeah, Far I guess. From Home. Yeah, I guess it's Far From Home. We haven't seen them since Far From Home, right? Mm-hmm. And, th- and that was an- that was another thing that I really enjoyed because with like with the pandemic, it was another year added onto it. It felt mm-hmm. like I was watching this movie and I'm like, man, it had been a- such a long time since yeah. I was in like one of these like big like events, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it oh. felt it felt nice. Well, I mean, 
Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. I thought you were going to say Eternals. Huge event. Venom 2 is clearly a bigger movie. But I was... I don't know. It felt nice to be back, but at the same time, it also felt nice to to see a Spider-Man... To see another Spider-Man movie. What was your favorite part of the whole movie? I'll start this one. It's, it's Andrew saving um, Tom's MJ. That's mm, that's mm, the redemption yeah. I wanted. Yeah. And, and just hit, that one moment. Yeah. The redemption yeah. arc. And him in tears, holding her, and she's confused. He's like, are you okay? Dude, that brought me tears. Yeah. And I haven't even seen Amazing Spider-Man 2. And what? brought me, yeah. Like, you've never seen it? No. Yeah, he told me that early, and I was oh, like, wow. Huh? Wow. Wow. And, you, and it brought you to tears. Yeah. Because that... That redemption. That yeah, it was fantastic. Beautiful, yeah. Now, let me ask you something. Do you still feel that loss of Gwen because you've experienced it through the comics and things? Like, you can still relate or? I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. I've also seen clips. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't need to watch it. I probably, I probably you am should. now. Yeah, you yeah. really yeah. should. Yeah. I should. And I'm probably going to, but it's like, okay. At the time when it came out, I'm like, mm. oh, It's over. Why? Why? Something even? happened. I don't know. I don't remember why I couldn't watch it. And then I heard your guys' reviews. I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't watch it. Because I was going to watch it by myself. I thought we liked it, though. I think we did, too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I liked it. I think there's one thing he didn't get around to, and then once he did get around to it, it was like, oh. like he's yeah, like, by the time that point, it was canceled. He heard there wasn't EDM in it. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that movie had strange music choices. Yeah. Oh, the music in this movie was fantastic. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. Mm. It was it was epic, but it was also very intimate. I thought it was great. Yeah, and kind of low key, like in the background. Yeah, like it didn't it didn't take over the scene. Mm-hmm. I think it complemented everything very well. The final score was beautiful. Yeah. Man. What about you, Gabe? What's your favorite part of the movie? Honestly, probably what the producer said. I I, I really like that um, Andrew saving MJ, and I think it I think it was just very particular in the sense of because I just saw. Um, Amazing Spider-Man 2, mm. a couple, like an hour or two before, and I think, but if I had to pick a different one, I think it's, I think it's them, all of them jumping off the scaffold, and like, yeah. I think that to me, like, and then like, them posing the three of them mm. on the Statue of Liberty, it's just, it's just a moment I didn't even know yeah. I wanted. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, this movie was a movie I didn't even know I wanted, because until we heard about all the Spider-Man possibly coming back, like, I would have never even imagined that. Yeah. And, and like, some of those movies are a mixed bag. Like, we're not really huge fans of Spider-Man 3, and some people don't really like Amazing, so it's easy to kind of, like, water down Spider-Man by including those elements, but, man, they just elevated everything. Mm-hmm. I think for me, my favorite part was that conversation that all three Spider-Mans are having in uh, the Statue of Liberty, mm-hmm. how they're, you know, kind of, like, telling each other each other secrets and, like, oh, what? You don't have to... How does it feel like oh, to just yeah. have natural web fluid in you? Yeah. What does that look like? You know that funny conversation? I just love small moments like that. Or mm-hmm. Funny. I also really enjoyed the, that one. And uh, it was stupid. <laughs> but when, when Tom Holland enters school and he sees the principal, his PE teacher <laughs> and his history teacher, I'm like, and they were talking to three of them. I'm like, I don't want a show with those three only. Just like everyday high school. Yeah, give me a Hannibal. Give me Peter a Peter doesn't Smooth. even go to the high school anymore. It's just a show. <laughs> a Martin Short movie. Give me a show. Give me a movie. A short a, a show with those three. Yeah, was that in school? Goes through. Uh, I, I there's know. like a comic book, right? Based on the like just the high school going. Yeah. Maybe it's like Peter Lozman. Also, I really love you know when we saw Matt. Oh, oh, that because that was what I was waiting for the whole movie. Yeah, I mean. That was a great moment. And, I mean, we're going to talk about Hawkeye later on in the merry month of Marvel once the show's done. But the way that this movie ties into that, mm. seamlessly, how I went from, like, watching on Wednesday 
to then watching this movie in the theater on Thursday, and I'm going to go back to my TV on Wednesday, it's, let me tell you, like I said, I had my faith shook for a little bit, but... We're back. Yeah, we're back, yeah. Someone once wrote that um, they thought that the MCU should have just ended after Endgame. I will eat my words. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. Okay, so the, this is the poster boy yeah. for the um, interconnected universe. I was yeah. wrong. Yeah. What about you, George? What was your favorite part of the movie? I mean, I think it's pretty clear that my favorite part of the movie... I mean, I think it's everyone's favorite part of the movie. It's when Venom comes Dying. out at the end. <laughs> and he, he just, like, so argues much. with, like, it's Eddie and Venom just arguing back and forth. I love that stuff. Like, I just give me more of that. Give me more of that. No, I'm just kidding. And Danny Rojas. It almost brought down the movie, to be honest with you. I was so annoyed when but I it saw was that. Nice. It was nice to see that them leave the symbiote behind because we can tell a good Venom story. Maybe. Maybe. We haven't seen it done yet. Right? We've seen several Venom stories, and I'm not sure any of them are good, but that's an argument for another time. The Doctor Strange stuff is my favorite stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel Yeah, the, from a visual standpoint, remember I was talking of Doctor Strange about how it's basically the inception of the Marvel Universe? Oh man, it was on steroids here. And it was, and it throws back to the same visuals from the movie. You see a lot of it, and then it's just like folded in and of itself. That action was insane. Like, to add Doctor Strange to this movie elevated it yeah. to the next level in, in terms of visual, like just what you can do. And then I, I like that the whole math beats magic thing. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was so good. Because the whole time I'm like, mm, Doctor Strange is going to whoop him. Like, yeah. how is he going to compete? And then Peter just solves it like a problem, like an equation. Because math is just science that we don't understand math. <laughs> well, math is a science that I personally don't understand, but magic is a science that ju- we just don't understand. And and then at the end, after the credits, we get this was I think this was probably like a little controversial. Someone, some people were like a trailer. Yeah, that's how I felt. I'm like, ah. I liked it. Yeah, you could have yeah. set me. You could have set another character up. You know, giving me a Miles or. Thing with Daredevil. Nah, I think they need to sell the next movie. Nah, we're about, yeah. yeah, I know, it makes sense. I'm like, oh, I saw it. I was like, okay, they're selling the next movie. I like it but, now, but maybe you should have given us something like low key and not a trailer. Yeah, that okay. would have pointed towards the next movie. I like it now, but I won't like it later. Yeah, like in a rewatch. Yeah, yeah. in a rewatch because right. it's like, oh, this is- okay. But then sometimes there's scenes that we get that then we get them back later, anyways. Like the the Ant Man the is it at the end of Civil War where they're like, no, the movie before Civil War, where they show a clip of Bucky and Cap and Falcon, and they're like, oh, I know a guy setting up for Civil right. War. That's a scene that we get again in the next movie. So we get that, we presume, right? The scene where Wanda and, and Strange talk. But then we also get a sizzle reel, you know? That was so great. It's, so it's not unlike other scenes that we've seen repeated back to us. Um, in the like Thor, Thor was that Doctor Strange was that too. Like Thor and Doctor Strange have a conversation. That conversation's in the next movie in Ragnarok. So it's not the first time we get footage spit back to us, but we get a sizzle reel also. Yeah, no, but that particular footage was great. The one that we got now. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. With the uh, with the Doctor Strange, the Doctor Strange. Yeah, the what if Doctor yeah. Strange, and that guys... just, that validated it for me. Listen, if you're listening to this and you saw Spider-Man, gee, I hope you saw Spider-Man if you're at this point in the conversation. <laughs> For real. But if you saw Spider-Man, but you haven't seen What If on Disney+, Plus, 
go back and watch what if it's kind of a mixed bag some episodes are good some episodes are some people don't think so some episodes some people think are great at the end of the day it's going to be essential viewing too this one we made everything essential viewing at this point oh yeah and if you have not seen spider-man and listen to the our whole conversation here find dr strange mm-hmm. and have him for have him you know erase your mind <laughs> so so you're good but don't interrupt him while he's don't doing interrupt him yeah yes yeah. how rude is that man how rude is peter parker i thought they handled it much better than in the trailer in the trailer it was like dr strange sucks like <laughs> that's how it looked like it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like or dr strange is pretending to mess up this spell <laughs> but i thought they handled it much better in the actual film itself. Okay. So I think that we could probably go on and on and on talking about this, but we've covered most of the basic points. Any final thoughts before? Uh, do we want to cover the future real quick? Because it ended pretty open. Okay. The future of Spider-Man, the future of Marvel. Uh, just Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Cover that real quick. Yeah. I really hope they don't go to Boston. Oh, well, that's definitely not happening. What? Why would they go to Boston? Isn't MIT in Boston? MIT is in Maine. It's in Maine. Oh, I'm still still New England, huh? Is that? He probably knows more. Massachusetts, Michigan. As someone who dislikes the Patriots, I know what's New England. Oh, <laughs> what's not New England? But Maine's all the way. Okay. Uh-huh. I think. But he's not going though. Yeah, he's They're not going. going. I he's know, but just, got a new just, apartment. Just in case, just in case. No, but he no, he's has staying. A, yeah, he's clearly staying. At least does not mean anything, okay? <laughs> in New York, they, you've been killed for less. True. Just in case. Yeah, he's alone. He has to get a GED, apparently. Be Needs to study for some reason. Well, Gabriel had a good rationale for this. Peter's a good boy. Yeah. And... <laughs> As a good boy, he should study for the test he's going to take. Yeah, I mean, he, that's true. Yeah, he gets the GED book even though he could just walk in and pass the test. But I think I'm really excited to see what the next phase is for him. Mm-hmm. And um, Cloth suit. OG suit. That suit. Oh, no man. tech. A that suit, suit that I beautiful. feel like I can wear, that which, was, was which is important. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can go on and on about the suit, but let's go on to some other opinions. Uh man, I don't really know. You can they left the whole thing with MJ left kind of open, so mm-hmm. they can introduce new love interests. Yeah, maybe Gwen, Black Cat, Betty, Black Cat, Black Cat, I want Kitty, Black Cat. Kitty oh, yeah. Pride, Felicia, Felicia oh, Hardy. Now that we're getting the X Men, we can probably get Kitty oh, Pride. I like that. Oh, I, do, I do like that. I like that. <laughs> I don't even consider. I that. do think it's uh, with the introduction of Matt Murdock here. Maybe yeah. we can get oh, some team ups with yes. Daredevil. Okay. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. If you weren't getting to that street level. Spider-Man. Yes. He doesn't have any Spider-Man. tech. He's just, and then he can team up with guys like Hawkeye and Daredevil, and and not only that, now Kate with the intro- with the introduction Ooh. of Kate Kingpin Bishop. into the MCU, mm-hmm. maybe we can finally see Spider-Man in oh, the MCU man. versus Kingpin. Yes. Who, in my opinion, oh, is I... the best villain in the whole. It was my favorite villain for Marvel. Yeah. yeah. And which is a very, which is something we haven't had. What a strong villain! Yeah, a strong villain like <laughs> a, such a developed villain like that. Okay, I think there might be a few along the way. But, but not only that too, like one that it's he's a villain for not just Spider Man. Yeah, multiple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, like, that, like, yeah. okay, a big bad. The, yeah, for the universe. Right? But at the same time, that's not one. But not on a but, but not on a space level. Yeah, yeah. not on yeah. a space level. Yeah. So it keeps yeah. it grounded. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm excited someone about. Someone to constantly be a thorn in their side. Yes. But not someone that you have to take off the table. Like, once you fight Thanos, he needs it to be off the table. I mean, and that's one thing that's just so incredible about it. It's like, 
this kid has fought in space. He's mm-hmm. fought the Avengers. He's fought intergalactic people, like enemies. And now they just reduce them to having an apartment it's in the city. And it's grounded in, bro. Yeah, we're we're back at ground zero, and and I'm excited to see where it's going. And good luck fighting Kingpin, because that's a little tough. Or fighting Venom. Or Danny Rojas. I don't think he's gonna fight Danny Rojas. What about you, George? Man, what do you what do you think is gonna happen? I mean, I think I just said fighting Venom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say that the street level. Um, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be serious. Fighting Venom, like oh yeah, that's an option. An opportunity to tell that story. Flash Thompson. Well, I don't know. Hopefully I don't think not. So. Yeah, I don't, I, think I don't so, want man. it to be him. Mac man. Gargan. I mean, he's in play. I, I think they could go either uh, way. Whatever. Well, they could introduce a different Eddie Brock. They could do all three of them. Eventually. <laughs> They're gonna get Tom Hardy again. Kind of too old. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I don't. I think the way they left it, they're not gonna. Yeah, get they're Tom not Hardy gonna again. get. Yeah, and the way he acted in that scene, I don't want Tom Hardy, and I love Tom Hardy to death, but why you should should have just stayed as Bane? Yeah, yeah, he did that back and forth. Hey, we didn't talk about J. John Jameson real quick. That was like a huge part of oh, Far yeah. From Home. And I mean, like, he did that gonna... thing where he makes me hate him. <laughs> yeah. What? So he was great. Oh, for DC. No, 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 no. Like no. you are in the movie, in the, like no, not Jameson. Oh, you hate Jameson. In the Jameson movie. Okay. period is a character I hate because he's so annoying. You know what? But I kind of. But I, I'm used to hating. I him feel like I grew up with hating him. OG Jameson and like animated Jameson. It's worth. No, I think I think he's more sympathetic because I feel like oh, he's ninety. He's yeah. a shill and and a schlock. But you're like you know like deep down he has he has he a has, a, he has journalistic integrity. Yeah, exactly. Yes, deep down, deep yeah, down, deep down, he, yes. Deep down. Here, here is just like evil so far, but we don't know him that well because he didn't play as central as a role as I guess I expected with the big reveal at the end. But so, it was nice just a, as a framing device. Yeah, still a nuance, uh, a nuance. I mean, annoyance. Yeah, yeah, a thorn at the side. And I think they left it up for him to continue. Yeah, yeah. Because now he's persecuting a Spider-Man that he doesn't know. The same thing that like, oh, you can't trust people in masks. Someone's bringing us back to it. So I think the future is bright. I think there's a lot of opportunities. I mean, I'll say this. I yeah. walked in and Tom Holland was not my Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I'm satisfied he is. That's, he is. He's he's my Spider-Man. He's Peter Parker. That's a win. That's yeah, a win that's for you. That's a win for... Mission accomplished. The win for Sony. Yeah. The win for Disney. And as much as I us. hate to admit it. Yeah. Okay. So we look forward to the future of Spider-Man and all its iterations into the Spider-Verse. What, what's the name of the new movie? Across the Across the Spider Verse Part One. Okay, that's gonna be something to talk about in the future. Looking bright. The world is Peter's oyster. Pressing, lonely oyster, <laughs> but still his oyster. And on that note, we're gonna let you go. And talk to you later, guys. The Bye. Blind Lawyer from Hell's Kitchen. Go watch the movie again. <laughs>